0: Welcome to another Forward Progress Q&A right here on the Forward Progress YouTube channel, a part of the Hammer Betting Network and powered by Pinnacle Sportsbook. As a reminder, you can bet smart, bet at Pinnacle. It's been your trusted sportsbook for the past 25 years. And use code HAMMER when you sign up as it does help support us here at Forward Progress. You must be 19 plus, available in Ontario, not available in the U.S. And as always, please play responsibly. Rob Pizzola here joined by Jeff Feinberg. And we're going to get to two listener questions today. Uh, and we'll start with one that came into us via Twitter. You can message us on Twitter at Forward Progress HQ anytime. Using Pinnacle's odds, the Bucks, Texans, Cardinals, Raiders, Rams, and Commanders are all projected to get six wins or less. If you were to force to bet one of these teams to make the playoffs, who would it be and why? I'll throw it to you, Jeff
1: yeah well i'm gonna cheat and i guess play closer to the top here um even before that beautiful sam howell preseason performance recently i am kind of bullish on the commanders while totally accepting that they could maybe even be in the battle for first overall if things don't go right a new coach with with the new owner a total overhaul could be on the horizon but there are so many fun weapons on offense that i am excited about this team and you would almost have to pick in the nfc if you trust the rams and their star power will stay healthy that could be one cuz a healthy matt stafford you could argue is the second third best quarterback in the conference but for me it could be crazy but but i'm backing the commanders rob
0: yeah i don't think it's crazy at all i mean for me, it's it's all relative to price, right? Like whenever you want to make a bet, you kind of want to know what the price is. And this is not a super widely available market. The long shot is obviously going to be Arizona at 11 to one, but they're not going to be favored in a single game. There's a pretty decent possibility that they'll be tanking for the number one overall pick. Try to move Kyler Murray out next season, draft a quarterback first overall. Then you're going to have the rest of these teams that are kind of clumped together in a bunch the Rams are interesting to me because I could see like a resurgence with that team, but they have a very tough early schedule, so they could pull the plug on the season early. Uh, I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Bucks here. Uh, I think you'd likely find them in the range of like four to one to make the playoffs if you're looking to bet them. And it's going to be hard for the Bucks to overcome New Orleans in the division, mainly because the Saints have a very soft schedule but I think there's a route where the Saints can be bad because Dennis Allen is bad. I don't really trust him much as a head coach. And listen, I don't want to dismiss the downgrade from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield and possibly Kyle Trask if it gets there. Like that's huge. Mayfield is bad. His accuracy is horrendous. He has major issues with turnovers, but Tampa's offense wasn't very good last season either. And whether it was Byron Leftwich, calling all of those early first down runs, or if it was Todd Bowles, you know, telling him to do that, it was tough to watch. And if they can get away from that, like they're going to review this tape over the course of the off season and say, this didn't work for us. We were running heavily on first and second down for one and two yards at a time. We can't do that again. I think their offense could actually improve even with the massive downgrade at quarterback, just by getting out of those terrible situations. And one thing about, you know, backing one of these bad teams is like, you don't want to back a team like Arizona, for example, who you might suspect is, is tanking. Like the org didn't go through this big rebuild phase in the off season. They re-signed Mike Evans. They re-signed Jamel Dean. They re-signed Carlton Davis. Like they're still actually trying to win, at least in the early going here, they're returning most of their starting defense. They added Kalaya Kansi in the draft. Remember they had like significant injuries in the secondary all year long last year, pretty much every starter was missing for some amount of time. Shaq Barrett is back now. He tore his Achilles midway through the year as well. So all in all, like Tampa will probably not be a good team. But I do think that they have a lot of upside and a lot more upside than a lot of teams on this list. If I had to make a bet for one of them to make the playoffs, it, it would be them. It, it would be Tampa. Uh, I mean, I don't expect it to happen, but that's, that's where I would put my money behind, Jeff.
1: So I've been fighting a battle with Tampa pretty much all off season where them like to the under, maybe like a couple months ago would have been one of my favorite future win total bets, Rob. And simply like of the essence, like despite them not doing what I wanted them to do this off season, I was still like thinking of them as a team that did what I wanted them to do this off season. And what I mean by that and like putting on my fan hat for a moment, which isn't hard for me, You won a Super Bowl. You had Tom Brady. You went to the playoffs. He retired. Caleb Williams, Derek Mayer coming out. Like, it's the perfect narrative to just your fans would be even satisfied. Like, no one has the equity to totally go to zero across the league like they do. Cardinal fans had expectations last August. They might accept their situation. They're not happy about it, though. Tampa... Like, they didn't get rid of Ev- – I'm shocked Evans and Godwin are still back. I'm shocked all of the defense is still there. Like, from a, a view from above, at fe- in February, you're like, oh, my God, Tampa can just trade for draft picks, totally reload, set up. But, no, they didn't. They're also in a division, Rob. Like, all those quarterbacks they're against, that Todd Bowles defense, for all his faults, he is going – they don't like pressure ritter doesn't like pressure Carr doesn't like pressure we don't really know the book on bryce young they can cause all of them havoc where even if i was like no but by the trade deadline they'll be making deals just no they will be a game and a half out of first they're not going to be trading anybody because no one's going to be moving away from this division sort of like last year so yeah i i, I um I don't hate Tampa like I did when I sort of started Futures content because I'm seeing it a lot clearer as to why there is that path. And as an organization, they didn't take the road that a lot of us probably just assumed they would.
0: we were reading each other's mail because ultimately this came down to Tampa Bay or Washington for me. You can find Washington in like a three to one range to make the playoffs right now. But Washington's got four games against the Cowboys and the Eagles. I think it's just tougher for them overall, despite the fact that I think that they're a better team than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But to me, the Bucs have some serious upside. The Raiders just don't do it for me. Jimmy G, as much as I've been a big fan of his in his career, you put him behind a bad interior offensive line with McDaniels as head coach. No thanks there for me. Houston doesn't seem to be like a team that is really trying to accelerate things and and like get themselves into position although maybe the division is live and jacksonville's not as good as we think but uh tampa and washington were what it came down to for me um uh, in terms of i guess making- like
1: from a card playing perspective rob with tampa you have more outs because the division is well like maybe unlikely and the atlanta hype train is probably real the division draw like flipping the dealer flipping the divisions a lot more likely than any other team you're just we've discussed.
0: Well, I, I- It was going to be an NFC team for me. And like, that's why I was looking at Washington as well, because the NFC is just not that good. There's just so many teams that are in a fight for the playoffs, whereas you look at the AFC and obviously like football is football. We've been watching the NFL our whole lives. We know that anything can happen, but picking a team like the Raiders to come out ahead of all these better teams than them, it just seems like such a daunting task. So that's where I went with this one. Uh, Question number two came in via Twitter DMs to our Forward Progress account. Which team will make the biggest jump in total wins from last season to this season? And I'll throw this one over to you again, Jeff.
1: I I mean, I feel like the easy answer would be the Bears on the basis of them being so highly touted at the moment and and them having first overall. But I would weasel a look um, even behind them. I don't mind Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. Rob one bit obviously the Jonathan Taylor situation isn't ideal in the moment to be sort of putting any air in Indy's tires but they were a team that was the favorite to win the division there hasn't been a ton of roster turnover it is set up well for them to you know from within the division um, to not be horrible in my opinion so I would lean Indianapolis and my other choice would be just behind them would be houston if you really do trust um the new head coach and what can happen there there might actually be a a uh a quick fix we've seen kyle shanahan guys go to new places and, and sort of definitely you know rocket shoot that uh that win total a bit
0: so if you're gonna attack like this question typically speaking what most people will do will look for a team that had very low wins last year because they're the biggest candidates to improve so Indy, like you mentioned, Houston, I think Denver would be a lot of people's picks because they won five games last season and there's some more expectations around them with Sean Payton this year. I'm going to kind of go off the board here a little bit and maybe contradict myself with the previous question that we answered, but the New Orleans Saints won seven games a season ago and there are way more obvious candidates than the Saints but they were top 10 in both offensive and defensive success rate last year i'm not a huge Derek carr fan but he's a sizable upgrade over what they were rolling out in Jameis winston and andy dalton and neither of those guys could close out a close game there was turnover issues the defense held up for the entirety of the season that was with marcus davenport on the shelf for basically half the year Davenport, David Onyemada walked away in the offseason. I'm not suggesting that those guys aren't going to be losses for New Orleans, but the Saints were 29th in defensive pressure rate last season. They bring in Kalen Saunders on the defensive line, not a big pass rusher. Nathan Shepard, he enters the fray on the defensive line. He's actually a really solid pass rusher. So maybe their pass rush gets better, can't get much worse. And if we look at some of the luck factors out there, Jeff, The Saints were bottom 10 in the league in net turnovers. They were bottom 10 in the league in adjusted man games lost due to injury. They were bottom 10 in the league in opponents field goal percentage. Even if they get some slight positive regression in those categories, that could be a huge deal for them this year. But the most important thing for me and anyone who wants to go out and do this is look at the Saints schedule. Like, it is an absolute cakewalk of a schedule. The toughest teams they're going to play this season, according to my preseason power ratings, are the Lions and the Jags. And both of those games are going to be at home for them, where they're probably going to be like a pick or even a small favorite. So the schedule just sets up so favoritely for them. Derek Carr, whose career numbers have taken a big dip whenever he plays in bad weather, he's going to be playing 13 of the 17 regular season games uh, in in a dome, and on top of that, the road travel at the end of the year, where it's typically cold, is going to be to LA, and it's going to be to Tampa Bay. Like I I cannot think of a more perfect schedule to make an average team look like a great team in the regular season. But I think the Saints are very live in the alternate line overs market if they get some help. I don't like Dennis Allen. I think he's one of the league's worst coaches but I could see this being like a team that has a lot of like regular season success. People buy into them going into the playoffs and they're a one and done team in the playoffs. I just think it's a really favorable schedule for them this year. So uh, I I like the upside with the saints based off of that.
1: Yeah, I really am impressed by, by um, how you looked at it and the sort of take you made because from the outside in other markets, You know, people are just like, do I want to trust the Saints? Should I trust the Saints? I just can't trust the Saints. Not even saying they want to back Atlanta or someone else in that division. But in the context that you put it, there is the scenario where they actually are like two and a half classes above that entire division. Even regardless of what you think of Derek Carr and all the other things. If those veterans on defense still have a bit of juice left like the path with the schedule, like you can see the way where the season starts and it is the end of October. And that division is over. Yep. I'm totally not agree. like there, but I'm like, if that happened, I don't think you could be, be that surprised. You're Like, Oh, it all sort of worked all those metrics that they couldn't take advantage of last year. They did this year. So I like how you, you approach that. And well, I'm not buying into the St. Ceiling. It
0: is very much in front of them. I, I think, like, if they can be a slightly above average team, like, they don't, they don't have to be great. They just have to be a slightly above average team, and they're winning 10 games, in my opinion. And there is also, like, let's not
1: forget, there is this perception of Derek Carr that he's a bit of an also-ran, especially in the AFC. And I know this isn't part of your factors, but no if there, we're talking about players that are probably motivated to prove someone wrong this year. A team, a co- an ex coach, he is the guy mm-hmm. for how that went down. Even the sh- smack talk he did at the Pro Bowl when he was like <laughs> teamless, like, uh, yeah. So I mean, maybe he is a man on a mission, and it would be a a fun story to observe from afar. As you know, Rob, I was pretty much all in on them last year, and every time you thought they were going to get over the hump. I still have nightmares about that game in Tampa where they went out of bounds and then Allen just screwed everything else up. But, yeah, I, I really like the angle you took with this one.
0: Yeah, and for people out there, listen, I, I know that there's going to be people out there that say, well, how can you say that you would bet the Bucs to make the playoffs and say that the Saints are going to be the most improved team in the league? Well, for one, there are scenarios where those happen where the Saints win the division and the Bucks still can make the playoffs because the NFC is generally weak. But also the Bucks, like if we're betting a team to win the playoffs, like Tampa Bay, you're getting four to one on them, right? You don't need that to happen this season In for it to be a good bet in the long run. You know, you need to ha- make it happen a certain percentage of the time. So I think there's value in that bet and also saying that the Saints are gonna be a much improved team. In, in order to get your questions here on Forward Progress, you can just comment Right down here below, you can email us forward progress at the hammer.bet, or you can DM us via our socials on Twitter at forward progress HQ. There are some questions we didn't get to today, and that's just because they're actually not timely, but we are going to save them all and we will get to them leading up to the season as well. So stay tuned for the questions that you did ask. They will appear in a future video that's a little bit more timely for Rob Pizzola, for Jeff Feinberg. This has been Forward Progress presented by Pinnacle here on the Hammer Betting Network.